1: You might be thinking about giving up the habit today more than any other day of the year as a New Year's resolution. And by the way, we will have a special New Year's resolution segment on Thursday's show this week. But what if you've never started? If you're a smoker, I want to know. Okay, get, get ready to call. I want to know, would you have been deterred from picking up the habit of cigarette smoking if the minimum age to buy cigarettes was higher, say 21 toll-free 866 1-866-740-4740. I bring this up because starting tomorrow in the United States, the nationwide minimum age for buying cigarettes, e-cigarettes, and vaping cartridges jumps to 21 from 18. Is this going to help cut down on smoking rates? What do you think? If you can keep cigarettes away from young people until they're 21, are you reducing the chance they will become smokers? 416 360 toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Should this also be the law in Canada, where the minimum age is 18, although in the province of Ontario, it's 19? Really curious, especially for those of you who have been smokers or are smokers, is raising the minimum age going to cut down on the number of people, the percentage of people who end up smoking cigarettes or e-cigarettes? Joining us to discuss this hot-button issue is my friend, Ferg Devins. He is the volunteer chair of Bladder Cancer Canada and a bladder cancer survivor. Ferg, good to have you with us.
2: Hello, Jane. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you. And if you're new to Zoomer Radio, I just want to let you know that I'm an advocate for Bladder Cancer Canada, in memory of my mom. And Ferg, you as a survivor, you are now working to make sure that the bladder cancer rate goes down in this country. And one oh, of the absolutely. main one of the main reasons, or one of the main uh, the main causes of bladder cancer. In fact, it is the main cause is smoking.
2: Absolutely, Jane. And we we know that. uh, In fact, uh, our Medical Advisory Board advises us that uh, probably 50% of of patients who are diagnosed with bladder cancer, uh, it was probably caused by smoking. So it's one of our key messages that smoking does cause bladder cancer. Uh, Admittedly, I was a smoker in my youth. And so, you know, when I quit smoking, I thought, oh, boy, my lungs will be clean, you know, and I'll be free and uh, never have to face lung cancer. And lo and behold, you know, I was diagnosed with bladder cancer. And I think back in those days when I was smoking, you could smoke anywhere. You could smoke in the office. You could smoke in your boss's office. You could smoke in public. Um, You know, I was a heavy smoker in my youth. And so. I've got to believe that that was the cause of my bladder cancer.
1: Did you take up smoking before you were 21?
2: Yes, I did Um, uh, when I was at uh, college uh, in in Thunder Bay. Um, I didn't in high school, uh, but uh, I was in college in Thunder Bay, so I would have been uh, 19 at the time. And uh you know we we, we smoked uh, what the 21 have made a difference. Well, I, I think access does make a difference. Mm-hmm. you know if, if, if it's harder to to uh, obtain um, cigarettes or for that matter, alcohol, I, I think it does have an effect on uh, on how much access there is and, and then the ability to uh, to smoke.
1: What do you think, uh, as you listen to Ferg Devins, former smoker and a bladder cancer survivor, do you agree with him? I mean, do you feel that if cigarettes were not made legally available to young people until they're 21, that it would make a difference? It would cut down on smoking rates. I'd like to hear from you, especially if you are a smoker or started smoking before you were 21. Would that make a difference? 416 toll-free 740 for 740. This is about to become the law of the land in the United States that you have to be at least 21 to legally buy cigarettes, e-cigarettes or vaping cartridges. Is this something we should move to in Canada Uh, for Canada? Canadian Cancer Society, the Canadian Cancer Society is advocating to raise the minimum age for smoking in Canada to 21. Um, not to put you on the spot, but would Bladder Cancer Canada have an official position on this as well?
2: Well, our official position is certainly uh, you know, not to smoke. Um, We know that science has proven that bladder cancer can be caused by smoking, so it's just, it's it's very simple for us, we just advocate not to smoke. Um, I thought it was interesting, looking at the US situation. I know in 2015 there was a report by the National Academy of Medicine revealing that this Tobacco 21 initiative could prevent up to 223,000 deaths among people born between 2000 and 2019. So, you know, certainly the the, the science supports advocacy in that regard.
1: Our Zoomer radio listeners want to get in on this as well. Ferg, we'll go to Michelle in Georgetown. Hi, Michelle, go ahead. Hi, good morning, Jane. Um, I um, am
3: listening and um, I know raising the age is supposed to deter smokers, but if they're going to smoke or if they have somebody in their family that smokes, they're going to try to model that behavior. Um, and they'll do it sooner because when I was a kid, we pulled all our money together and somebody went in and got cigarettes out of the cigarette machine.
1: <laughs> so. Right. Right, but but that was it was different when we were teenagers because cigarettes were so accessible. Oftentimes, uh, the salesperson behind the convenience counter, a uh, convenience store counter, wouldn't ask you for identification. No, this- a letter from your mum or dad to allow, uh, like. <laughs> I remember
3: um, my friend whose mother smoked uh, going down to the store with her with a
1: letter from her mom saying that we could pick up her cigarettes for her. Oh, that's right, because that's what kids would do. They would run errands for their parents and go buy cigarettes. (laughs) Uh, You know what? There are a lot of people out there who can identify and remember doing the same thing. And because the parents didn't think it was a big deal, right?
3: Yeah, it was part of their social... thing that they smoked, and until, well, see, I've got a grandson now, so I don't think his generation, like you said, it's harder to get it, but mm. it's, it's still going to be one of those things that they'll find a way. Right, right? The, it peaks their curiosity. It peaks their curiosity, yeah. but not because they're going to model a star or anything like that, but because they're going
1: to model somebody in their family That does it still. Okay, Michelle, thanks for calling in. Okay, take care. Have a good New Year. Yes, you too. Bye-bye. Happy New Year to you. Ferg uh, Ferg Devins with Bladder Cancer Canada uh, is with us here on the phone as well for this discussion. Certainly cigarettes are not out there the way they used to be. I mean, even when you go to buy them, they're in a locked cupboard. So you don't see them. You don't see the advertising. They're not top of mind.
2: Yeah, I, I, you know, that, that is true, um, but when you go back to the, the facts of the science, chain, you know, more than 7,000 different chemicals are in tobacco and tobacco smoke, and more than 70 of them are known to cause cancer. And, you know, for, for, for bladder cancer, these chemicals cause damage in the most basic level of our bodies, cells mm-hmm. and genes, um, and genetic damage caused by smoking leads to uncontrolled cell growth, which contributes to the formation of tumors. So, you know, tumors grow, they spread throughout the body. Um, And with respect to bladder cancer, your bladder is exposed to very high concentrations of these chemicals because of the urine. Um, The urine, of course, being passed through the kidneys. And, and, And so, you know, the facts should speak for themselves to just convince people not to smoke.
1: Let's go to Linda in Oakville. What do you think about the new law in the U.S., minimum smoking age, legal smoking age, 21 now?
4: Well, I don't think it's enough, but to be honest, I mean, they're going to they're going to do it anyway. But I personally think that the harder you make it, the more likely likelihood rather that it could have a lot less focus out there. My husband died of bladder cancer six years ago. I'm I sorry. ended up quitting 15 years ago because well, his doctor was going to come and have a little chat with me because I needed to hear it. Mm-hmm. So I think the more that we're out there and we're putting the message out there and making it harder the more likely we're going to have less smokers out there. I think the reduction has been significant. The more we, we take it off the shelf and the bigger a deal we make it. So.
1: And don't you think, Linda, I mean, certainly anecdotally among friends and colleagues, people, when it became more difficult to smoke, where you ha- had to go outside the bar or outside the restaurant to smoke, a lot of people gave it up because it just wasn't worth the hassle.
4: I completely agree with that. And I'm, I'm one of those people. And I smoke two packs a day every day. So it, it just it, it became my time with what happened with my husband. I read a book, Alan Carr's Easy Way to Quit Smoking, and the time was just right for me. So I advocate every everything they're doing out there to put an
1: end to it. Thank you for calling in, Linda. Absolutely. Okay. Bye. Happy New Year. Let's go to Danielle in Mississauga. Go ahead, Danielle. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, what would you like to add to our conversation? Um, I want to let you know
5: that I'm from a family of six kids and all five beside me were smoking. My parents smoked. Um, When I was a young girl, my dad would give me a note walk to the corner store and pick up a pack of cigarettes for him. This was the norm.
1: It was the norm.
5: It was the norm and what turned me off to smoking probably because I was the oldest girl and one of my jobs was to clean the ashtrays. And (laughs) Right. Like it, it's just horrible. And so um, now, fast forward many, many years, of the six of us, all six of us are smoke-free. Um, they suffered to try and quit smoking and relapse and relapse and relapse. And uh, as cruel as this may sound, uh, the only way to stop smoking is not by starting. Like, don't.
1: Yeah, and and I I wonder, just, Danielle, where you were a smoker before 21, do you think, had it been the law back then that you had to be 21 to buy a pack of cigarettes, do you think there would have been more of a deterrent for you to not start? I I never smoked. Oh, Uh, I'm sorry. uh, I thought... Okay. Sorry, of the six kids, I'm the only one that didn't smoke. Oh, I see, I see. But what and, about what about your siblings? If it had been 21, would it have been made it more difficult no, for some of them?
5: No, I don't think so. Yeah. Because, again, uh, we were kids from the 60s, and, and smoking was cool. I mean, you had advertising in every magazine of some hunky guy uh, holding a cigarette or some cool girl uh, smoking cigarettes. So it was part of our culture, and it was part of our time. I don't know. I I guess I never fit it in back then, and I'm kind of glad I
1: didn't back then. Right, exactly. Well, better for your health. Danielle, thanks for your call. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll take one more call before we wrap up here with Ferg Devins at Bladder Cancer Canada. Let's go to Mike in Muskoka. Mike, go ahead.
6: Hi. uh, I just want to say I'm the other side of the coin, five kids, both mother and father and grandma and grandpa, all smoked. Um, None of those five kids ever smoked, never even tried it. You know, the number of times driving, say, up from Richmond Hill, where we originally lived, up in here into Muskoka, you know, every weekend to see grandma and grandpa and the smoke in the car and just the the smell of it and the stench. um, None of us tried it. Oh, because Um, you were
1: you were disgusted by it. We were disgusted by
6: it. Um, You know, it just uh, back, well, it still goes on now, but I can remember my grandmother, you know, rolling her own cigarettes Mm -hmm. and just the the stink of it. But no, never tried it. You know, um, all the five kids were athletes in high school and university, and not one of us tried it. And um, just, uh, I think think it should be... uh, it should be, uh, the age should be, um, should be raised. Certainly a lot of kids that come up to this area, um, in the summertime, well, all the time, um, a lot of them are going to the different, uh, first nations places where they can buy cigarettes even cheaper. Sure. And is there the same, uh, you know, inspection of, of identification in that? Maybe there is, maybe there isn't, mm-hmm. but, uh, Uh, Anyways, and finally, I just want to say, 2004, my life changed when I was hit by a drunk driver. My independence was stripped from me. Um, One minute I was in the car. The next thing I knew, I woke up in um, Sunnybrook uh, Trauma Center, airlifted down to Toronto. And I just want to say to anyone and everyone that's listening, before you get into a car tonight, If you've had even a a sniff of alcohol, think about what you're doing because, you know, my independence was stripped from me. I was five years, like I had just had a laundry list of of injuries, uh, traumatic brain injury. Uh, Just think about what you're doing before you get into that car.
1: Mike, I really appreciate uh, the courage it took to make the phone call and, and make that appeal to hundreds of thousands of people who are listening. Thank you so much. Yep. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And Ferg, as we wrap up our conversation here, uh, is there anything, any kind of message you'd like to leave us with when it comes to cigarette smoking and it definitively causes cancer and bladder cancer specifically?
2: We know. So, you know, just stop smoking. Uh, ceasing smoking can can save lives, save your life and uh, to find out more about what we're up to, check us out at bladdercancercanada.org uh, we're here to support patients raise awareness and fund research uh, we've got a wonderful team that just you know wants to help our patient community out there, which is 80,000 people across the country, Jane and so please find us at www.bladdercancercanada.org we're here to help
1: It is the final day to make a charitable donation against your 2019 taxes. And you should know, and I can speak to this as a Bladder Cancer Canada advocate, that that organization has received special status for making the best use of donations. Uh, Congratulations on accomplishing this because there are many charities out there that do not use their money as wisely as Bladder Cancer Canada.
2: Well, thank you, Jane. We, we work hard at trying to make sure that every dollar that we receive goes to the support of our patients, raising awareness or funding research. And uh, you know that's what our team is dedicated to do. And thanks to advocates like you, uh, we continue to grow and make a difference in the lives of patients and caregivers. So thanks to everyone across Canada for your support of Bladder Cancer Canada.
1: Ferg Devins, always a pleasure. Happy New Year to you and your family.
2: Very best to you and Myron. We'll see you in the new year.